Mike's a hot. Mike's a hot. Friday. Today on 91 Octane, of course, we're going under the hood and covering your headlines. We bring back the five-year better buys, so I hope you brought your crystal ball, mm-hmm. Randy. And finally, we'll end on profiling the legends, Mazda Furai. I think that's how you, well, you don't pronounce it. I'm going to butcher a lot of names today. <laughs> A.K.A. How Top Gear Ruined Mazda's Future. Ooh. A special profile by yours truly. Now let's get into the show. <laughs> Welcome to 91 Octane. I am John. I'm Randy. And we are getting right into those headlines. Randy, you want to kick us off? Uh, yes. Uh, so the Ferrari unveiled its SUV this week. Okay. Yippee. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, it is. So the specs, like general specs that we care about is okay. six and a half liter naturally aspirated V12. Okay. 715 horsepower and 528 pound feet of torque. 4,400 pounds. So heavy, heavy pig. Yeah. A lot of power. 400K. Damn. Damn. Let me ask you this. So obviously these are status symbol, status symbol SUVs. Yeah. So Bentley has one. Well, Porsche, BMW started it. Technically, in the like luxury segment. Yeah. Kind of right with yeah. the X5. That was yeah. kind of like the, the the first one. Yeah. Or whatever, like a sport, um, luxury SUV. Yeah. Um. Do you feel like with Bentley having one, and now Aston Martin having one, and Lamborghini having one and finally Ferrari succumbing. Do you feel like those cars still have that like halo status that sorry, that do the does the SUV version of those brands of cars have the halo status of their sedan equivalents? No. Okay. No, mm-hmm. like uh I mean uh I get why they're doing it. Yeah, it's a right. money grab. Yeah, it's a it's a money grab. Mm-hmm. But like, like ah, man, I I don't well, I don't like the Urus. First of all, you don't like the Urus. Okay. Um, I mean, Lamborghini styling in general, but it's just if I have four hundred dollars to spend on a car, four hundred k, right? Yeah, or four hundred thousand to spend on a car. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a proper Ferrari, a sports car, right? Yes, and and, and that's what I mean, like. Mm-hmm. When you say a proper Ferrari, yeah, 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 <laughs> an SUV doesn't come to mind. Correct, right? Correct. Yeah, you're yeah. not gonna, you're not gonna, no matter what they do. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it does like the fastest time on the Nurburgring that yes. any car yeah. has ever done ever. Mm-hmm. Right? It's an SUV. Yeah, you know, you're, you're. It's not. Uh, no, like it's, it's a utility car. Mm-hmm. And when I hear utility, it's. Getting a cheap car that does what you you need to haul stuff, you need to haul children, mm-hmm. whatever it may be, right? Yes. If I want status, if I want to flex, I'm getting a sports car. Ferrari. If in those brands, you're going to get the yeah. car version. Now, I am not the demographic that they are targeting. Obviously, we right? are not. We don't yeah. have the pockets. Yeah, we don't. Well, even if I did, mm-hmm. I still wouldn't be the demographic they're targeting. Okay. Right? Okay. It's, I think... W- 
It's a rich family car. I'm also not a dad. Yeah, exactly. It's a rich family car. Yeah. So, I mean, you are more on the van side for a family car. Correct. So, if Ferrari made a van. Yes. And you had the money. Oh, dude, I would no way buy the van. Okay. Well, there, for you, Ferrari. there you go. There you go. Because it's like, why would I spend that money on a utility product? To your point. But consider this. Consider yes. this scenario, right? You you already got your LaFerrari, right? Okay. You got your F40. Right. right? Oh, yeah. Right? So it's like. And you got, you know, all your, your all the family that is of driving age has their cars. Mm-hmm. And your van is out kind of getting old and it's going this out like the, the door. like the road trip car. Right, so why not right? flex? And your kids are getting a little older, mm-hmm. so they don't need the low convenience of the van. Yes. Yes. In this scenario, mm-hmm. do you buy a Ferrari SUV? It's still a no because I would look for something that's like r- super reliable and cheap to run and own. Yeah. Because it's a pure utility like vehicle. Right. So if it's still luxury, fine. If it's a uh, the Mercedes uh, big that big Sprinter van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine with seats in it, sixteen yeah, yeah. seater, kind of a Winnebago esque type of thing that would be the extreme i would go in a luxury segment i think yeah but not ferrari just to flex ferrari because you're not going to take that from here to like the bay or here like you know like not on a five hour plus drive Yeah, no it's not that it's not it is definitely a get around town flex car correct exactly So so according to you who is the target demo it's probably i'm gonna say like a rich parent i was gonna say mom but so i'll i'll say mom a rich well, mom. Well, I mean, it's. It, I think it's a. It's a rich mom car. We have stay-at-home moms and stay-at-home dads now. Yes, we're we're yeah, in there. Yeah, so yeah, the stay at it's the stay-at-home stay at parent, parent car. Yeah, Re- flex car. Yeah, but so it, instead of a Land Rover. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's gonna be the but the Ferrari. The Ferrari. Yeah, and like to think that you're you're gonna have like a baby puking in that thing or whatever, like. I wouldn't want that car to yeah. to be that, right? No, like, yeah. it's but just gonna get messed up. On the other side, mm-hmm. right? You see, you go to a car meet, right? Mm-hmm. Orange County Cars and Coffee. They yeah. have a ton of baller cars that mm-hmm. show up there, right? Yep. You you got your Lamborghini Diablos that show up. You've yep. got your Aventadors, yeah. Aventadors mm-hmm. that show up. You mm-hmm. know, not super expensive, but you know, Ferraris and show up, and then. A Urus and a Ferrari SUV show up. Yeah. How much attention are those cars actually drawing? Negative one. <laughs> right? Negative plus. Yeah. yeah. yeah you yeah. might m- you might make more noise in a fully modded out like Civic. Pro- that's probably my S. I would argue my S two thousand might might be more interesting for for um, enthusiasts. You I am going to be ego <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> your car, my no, car. But you're right. You're right. Maybe not my car. My car's a little more incognito, I think. Okay, fair enough. Right, but yours is a, it's it's got the wing. It's got yeah. The, yeah, I would argue that your car would draw more attention right than a Urus. Yes. Yeah. Although we're talking California in the Midwest, it would actually be people would give a lot more attention because it's ferrari suv and you don't see them as much correct okay yeah yeah out here we're a little spoiled I we guess. are jaded yeah so it's mm, i don't know yeah, I, I but then again mm-hmm. as we started this segment right sure. we know why they're doing this as yes. a money grab yes but that's because the market is there that's very true and that's crazy to me that there's enough people with 
yeah. with four hundred thousand dollars to burn to, to burn right, on a Ferrari, to, on a Ferrari SUV. Services for those cars are like thirty thousand dollars. You know, just yeah, a service brake job, them. like a brake job. Yeah, so it's man, they have. But then, like, I would almost we're just haters, dude. We are haters. <laughs> We're definitely the poor folk haters. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't you rather just get like a Taycan or like a Model X? A doubt. Not the Model X, but the Taycan, yeah. As a family car, wouldn't that make more sense? Oh, as a family car? Yeah, man? as a family car. <sighs> or just a Cayman Turbo, if there's a Cayman Turbo. Or I sorry, Cayenne like, Turbo. As a family car, it's just, I, I think I'm a little too like practical, pragmatic. So I don't you know what would the word would be. I would want like a low key, reliable car. I mean, right. I, you know, I just went to San Francisco, right? Mm-hmm. Well, like one of the cars that got broken into was a Mercedes SUV. Okay. You know, if you're parking a Ferrari SUV, yes, right, yes, it's gonna get broken into. Yes, right. They're gonna assume some there's stuff right. in there. Right. And you probably wouldn't be able to park it. You'd have to valet it. So now you're limited to places that valet. Correct. Which is probably your lifestyle anyway. That's also true. You know? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that. But, yeah, yeah. But you know, it's yeah. I, I guess it's an it's an echelon of people that we don't associate with. Yeah, we're out of touch. At least not yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might get there eventually. But I think I, I couldn't imagine a scenario, money or not. Yes. In which I buy a Ferrari SUV. A thousand percent. And that's exclusive of how it looks, how it performs. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it's okay, right? Those they're great cars. Yeah. Ferrari's a great company. Yes. But it's just not my thing. Yeah, I'd still go full utility, something a little bit more practical. Yeah. At one fourth the cost. Yeah, oh for sure. Yeah. Much less than yeah. that. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, potentially. Damn, a hundred a hundred K gets you a X five M. A tech I take on. Or a take well, that's a smaller car. Right. Yeah, it is a smaller car. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, if we're talking family cars, if we're talking bigger, uh, e- equal sized car, then yeah, you, a Wagoneer, Grand Wagoneer, the Jeep. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. You don't need more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then you can park it on the street. Yep. All right. Well, we'll let the broke people shut up now. All right. <laughs> Moving into the next headline. So that cool uncle that gets you liquor. Yes. Might have to start driving you to the party, Randy. Okay. So in New South Wales. Okay. They in have Australia. Pro- in Australia, they have proposed mm-hmm. that men under 21 no longer be allowed to drive. Under 21. Under 21. That would be banned from driving. That is. Well, the drinking age is 18 over there. Okay, so, so that's the first problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a big problem. That's yeah, part yeah. of the problem. Okay. But okay, okay, okay. there's that. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, but so far it's it's just a proposal. It's a controversial propo- proposal. Uh-huh. Uh, I doubt it'll come into play. Mm. At least here it would never fly. That would never fly here. But consider the numbers, right? Okay. Uh, they are basing this off of a total of 203 deaths from 2010. 11 to 2021 that's okay that's a pretty low number (laughs) it is right well and the cap yeah in california in 2018 and Uh 2019 alone Mm -hmm. from 16 and 19 year olds 383 deaths and we have more than double their population yeah oh for sure we're bigger from a state perspective yeah so like the i would take that down to the per capita level and wonder i would take it a total numbers because the death is a death (laughs) (laughs) 
like deaths per capita would be like then we could look at it as a one to one. Sorry, I'm no, I'm a data dude. I'm a data nerd. So yeah, like then you're neglecting the fact that a human died. Well, yes, but also yeah, you're going ratio to ratio. Ratio to ratio, I guess you can say like we're a little better, but yeah, we are better. We're not. Well, okay. 383 bodies are in the ground. That's true, but in uh, two years compared to 10 years. Oh, okay, across 10 years. So yeah. you're saying that they have a lower per capita. They have a much lower threshold for yeah. taking away privileges. Deaths, yes, but they're just gonna plan to do it. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I guess so. That's if okay. If you're the data guy, right? Yeah, like, yeah, let, yeah, yeah. Let's think logically through this, right? Let's say you were put in charge of solving. Mm-hmm. the dying young, young people. people problem in cars, right? And it was not drinking alone. Or and there's it w- multiple it, reasons There are multiple reasons, deaths. right? Okay. There are multiple reasons. We can include drinking as sure. one of them. Although here, I mean, technically, it's it, it shouldn't happen as often because it's illegal, but... Right, meh. right, right. Anywho. Yeah. Uh-huh. What... What rules would you impose or like initiatives do you think you'd impose to try to, to try to mitigate the deaths of young people under 21 driving? Just yeah. just drive the driving piece. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I'm actually completely anti. So I guess maybe one thing would be restricted licenses from 16 to 18. Like maybe times like unless it's a work, it's work, you can't drive between. 11 p.m. and 5 a.m. Oh, you fascist. I know. Like, that's like, yeah, but like. What do you do? If the initiative was to try to reduce deaths. Right. That would be a a impromptu idea. Yeah. It's not an uncommon idea. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, Like curfew. Basically, it's a curfew rule. Yeah, yeah. Which I hated as a, oh, I didn't even go out. But like, yeah, like, I don't know. So you're, you're provisional until 18, basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, which might be the case already. They might not, have not 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 any no, no not not still. I think no. that might have been proposed a few years Probably, ago. Probably, but it never pushed through. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that's one idea. Okay, off the dome. Okay. Uh, I don't know if We're I we're freestyling here. Yeah, freestyling. I don't know. Uh, another idea to reduce deaths. So Australia, I told you, limits the horsepower. Um, you cannot drive a turbo until twenty-one. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that one. But what sucks now is like a Civic uh, economy car has a turbo. Right. So it's a so then we're talking we've got to talk horsepower limits, but then you got like dyno the car. But then you could buy it. you could buy a Mustang. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so what we so what that rule says is that if your your parents who can afford to buy you a Mustang GT yeah. are not allowed to buy you a Mustang GT because it's greater than 200 horsepower. R- Oh, there's a horsepower. So limit. it's got to be horsepower because turbos. My point. Oh, is that's pervasive. your your that's your proposed idea. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I believe they said turbos in Australia, and now it's got to be a horsepower thing because you can't. You can. I buy think that's a good one. Econo box. So a two hundred horsepower, two twenty horsepower limit. But then dummies that race. I think, think two twenty is too much, man. You think so? I mean, like we grew. I mean, I grew up with a hundred horsepower <laughs> and low and, weight, and that was enough. So is it a power to weight ratio thing? Then power to weight ratio. Power to weight ratio. OEM numbers because oh, you man, can't. That, it just be the the administrative burden of that. I would know. Be extreme. I know. I know. So I do like, although I do like the horsepower limits. Yeah. The power to weight ratio might be a little too much. So horsepower alone is better. Because then you have to buy scales for the DMV. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
Or just get it like I guess smog check centers would also have to include scales. Jeez, roll my yeah. eyes. <laughs> my goodness. Yeah, okay. yeah. So horsepower limits. Horsepower. There's already a dyno at the at the smog center. Yeah, yeah. Technically, right? So they could dyno the power of your car. Okay. Every yeah. two years. Um, and your age. Look at your age. Well, they wouldn't know that it's you or your dad's car if your dad lets you drive the car. So that's why it's so silly. I think. But Australia enforces it. They have a big P letter sign on your car until you turn 18, I think. Oh, what does that stand uh, for? Oh, provisional. Uh, provisional, Penis. yeah. Penis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so lame. It's, yeah, you, so they call you a P plater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah, basically, it's like a, I'm learning a driving student uh, sign. Right. S- a scarlet okay. letter, so to speak. I had a little longer to think about this because it was my headline. Sure, okay. But... I think we need to become the most threatening driving nation in the world. In what right? way? In skill. Oh, right? okay. And the way we get this is by we we solve the driving problem and we get more pools of track drivers by now including autocross and road racing as part of your driving test. Mm. So I would attack this in terms of driving education, enhancing the education. Enhance. Mm. I mean, I guess we can call it enhancing. Yeah. But passing a driving test is a joke. It is, it is. But I know people that still can't pass. They've tried and, like six times. And that says a lot about them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, it is a joke, though. Yeah. It yeah. It doesn't teach you evasive maneuvers it doesn't teach you you know to work on your reaction it doesn't teach you how to handle a car in a skid in scary situations right how to recover Mm -hmm. a a skid i think like having something like what m school does right Mm -hmm. and kind of teaching you on on a skid pad and autocross that should be part of your driving test Ideally, ideally, cost aside, yes, cost ideally. aside, right? Yeah, yeah, ideally, yeah. I yeah. mean, costs. I mean, it's. I'd have to work out the numbers, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're offsetting the amount of deaths, yes, on this on that's happening in traffic, right? That's money. Those are dollars that that is included as part of those deaths. Mm-hmm. So if we're saving money there and investing in the infrastructure for sending everyone to M school. Mm-hmm. Then I think I think it, it it offsets it. I don't know that I can say fifty fifty like a fifty fifty balance there. Yeah, but I think that would mitigate the it problem. Could, it could reduce it, right? To your point, two of the cars I've totaled were partially <laughs> due to bad weather conditions. Right, and no one taught you how to drive in those conditions. A thousand percent, exactly. And it's like, percent. and it's it's sort of the same thing with guns, and that's a whole other thing, right? Yes. But like, yeah. it's like with anything, right? If the more you learn about it, the more you learn to respect it, right? Yeah, yeah. And we're Fair not, enough. We are not taught at sixteen to respect th- yeah. to respect cars, right? Yeah, we don't learn until a much later age, whether through seeing accidents happen or doing our research of getting involved in road racing mm-hmm. that we are driving around uh, uh, in like Weapons. 3000 pound death machines. Yes. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, it, it'll, uh-huh. it takes 25 to 35 miles an hour to kill somebody in yeah. a car. Right. Yep. If you hit them. Yeah. None of that stuff is taught. 
that i mean i remember my driver's ed teacher telling me that but it doesn't sink in and it was it on the test no it definitely wasn't that's on what the I test. Mean, right? that's true also at that age you think you're invincible yeah you don't rethink about death actually that's uh, a good point you might not even listen yeah you don't so i didn't listen yeah but i remember him saying that but it didn't sink in that i'm driving a weapon he called it a weapon you're driving a weapon Oh, you had a better instructor than I did. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Okay, but um, nonetheless, uh, well, he was annoying, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he like it didn't sink in. I didn't care. I didn't think I was just there to pass, take the test, and pass. It was just, and then get in your car. Yeah, get in my car. Yeah, and so maybe, but like all our systems are flawed. Yeah, because well, don't don't put us in charge of anything. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, youthful exuberance. Just yeah. will ignore it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we could technically, with driving sims today, what's accessible, I mean, it's expensive, but it's not impossible, which we didn't have in our day and age, like how close they are to a real situation. If that could be funded to be a way to train. I don't know that it'll work. It's expensive, again. Like, I think I think having the reality mm-hmm. of making a mistake in, any, in the dirt uh-huh. is a much better impactful. lesson. Yeah, much more impactful lesson than hitting a wall on a sim. Like, the consequences aren't significant enough. So pairing the, the actual real-life test with a more dicey situation yeah. VR test is, is maybe an idea. Oh, so you, like, put somebody behind them with, like, a bat, and whenever they make <laughs> a mistake. <laughs> no, put them through, like, bad weather conditions in a sim. Right. Have that be part of the test. And then take them on the road. I mean, After, I mean that that would be a good warm up, right? Right. To, to lead right, them right. up to that. But they've got to pass both. They've yeah. And yeah. like, and the, the risky situation is set up in the sim, and they really can't practice that almost, right? So yeah. So they almost have to like learn it in the class. But then that so might you're, be way. Basically, your your driving test should be at the track. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give your final, your final needs to be at the track. Partially, we'll put partially. other other cars there. Right. You yeah. know, put dicey situations, mm-hmm. and then if you pass, all right, cool. You're ready for the, you're ready for the road. And me as a car kid enthusiast would have been totally like, yeah. When do I get on the sim? Oh you yeah, know? for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. You'd be excited for it. Yes. Give them a front wheel drive car, not a rear wheel, because those are hard to control. It'd be much harder to pass. It would have a lot less idiots on the road. Yeah. Yeah, we We'd would. have a lot less idiots would or you, more. Would you be agreeable to a like a um, a follow up test every X years to kind of filter out bad driving? Kind of like a uh, kind of like CPR. You have to yes, take it every other year. If they implemented our track system. Ah. <laughs> okay, not not because I want to go to the track for free or whatever it is. Right. So it'll probably make you pay for it. Yeah. It not I guess the the better answer would be not in its current form. Yes. Right? Okay. In its current form, it would be a waste of time. But if it was like, let's say it was purely a sim. Right. Uh, the follow-up test. But you had to go to the DMV to get on a sim, and some guy, tests, some guy or gal tests you. But it's just kind of like a boring scenario with maybe like a bad weather condition or something. Like rain, in the case of California. It would be localized... If if they took it seriously, yes. right, and created like teaching people how to zipper merge, mm-hmm. um, ooh, that's a good one, right? Like if they put those real like real life sort of idiosyncrasies of day to day driving, yeah, into the sim, uh-huh. I'm for it, yeah, right. Every and if you don't three pass, years. every yeah, three and years. if you don't pass, get, 
get off the road. Yeah. Because there are way too many idiots on the road. There's a lot. And then also, yeah, we're getting into weird I know. areas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, like, there's also, like, downtown driving. Oh, yeah. Which is a whole different – it's a whole different beast. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, like – and some people – or do well in open spaces, but they're shit freeway drivers, shit downtown drivers. Yeah. Like, all these scenarios should be built in to, if not, like, a recurring three-year test, because that is annoying. Yes. Like, just your your initial uh-huh. driving test. Yeah, fair you enough. Know? You know what would be funny, too, is if you put all 50 kids that are taking the test together, and they have GPS in the VR, and they're all having to go different directions, but they're, like, their cars are, like, all in the same road. Are on the same track. Oh man, that's so, yeah, yeah. I know. The, you're you're wow. So then they kind of will get pissed off at each other in a way. Yeah. Oh, so you're teaching like road rage. Yeah, and stuff? like seeing testing what there's um whether they're vulnerable to like. <laughs> We're turning this test. Yeah, into, like, it's like a psychological yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, uh, yeah combine. Yes, you know yeah, for yeah, driving. Yeah. You know yeah, like yes. Oh man. Yeah, it would so, never go. That yeah. will never okay, pass. Well, I, I, well, who knows? You know, mm. I guess. Uh, well, let's be politicians. I guess wait for the 2030 driving combine <laughs> reform for the DMV yes, yeah. where you have to take. Th- I mean, all of this is just comes from our own frustration of, of the idiots driving. But I mean, I've also I've done stupid stuff by mistake, Fair too, enough. you know, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I think. Preparation and education trumps consequence. Yes. So Absolutely. if we can front load this stuff, yes, I, I'm for it. And to your, again, to your point, I was not situ- well situated for bad weather conditions. Yeah. And lost two cars as a result. Had I been better prepared, um, we could blame equipment too. I had bald tires. Um, sorry, there's like a mosquito. I'm no, that's like cool. Off. But um, yeah. I mean, I still blame the driver, but you know, we can go with that. Well, yeah, it's a little <laughs> bit of both. It's both. It's both. All right, but let's get into our next headline. My next and final headline this week is Zio. Okay, so Corvette buyers um, previously had this option, and this option is now returning. If you buy a brand new Corvette from Chevrolet, okay, you have the option to pay for the opportunity to go down to Bowling Green, Kentucky, where they are built, okay, and assemble your engine yourself. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) Are you kidding me? The option. Oh, my God, dude. Hold on. Hold on. Hold (laughs) on. Okay, yes. Okay, so I I just watched. um, I don't know if. Do you know of a comedian called Nathan Fielder? No, it's familiar. I'm a comedy fan. So he has a show. He has a show on HBO that is called Nathan for You. And he puts people in really weird, crazy situations, like actual people without them knowing. Okay. And he convinced, and he went viral for this, he convinced a group of people to pay to uh, to be movers, like move people's stuff out of their houses Okay. as a uh, gym getting fit type of program. <laughs> That's what this bullshit reminds me of. Okay. Right? Okay. Like you, you're paying... And you're doing the work for them, <laughs> so so he's getting du- he's double dipping he's in his double profits. Dipping. Yes, he's double dipping he's, his profits. He's a yes. mover. He's, and a, he's making money from moving, yeah. and he's making money from the his movers. Yeah, exactly. Paying, <laughs> them but them paying for the program. 
to move. Oh, yeah. my gosh. And he is- has these people go to multiple different houses, and they're just like, well, this is kind of weird, but okay, we'll do it. And he had, like, this really fit guy, like, make fake infomercials. Okay. And go on, like, news uh, programs to promote the, the, the program. To make it look legit And, locally. like, I mean, it went viral. I, and uh, I don't know if you remember the dumb Starbucks thing. No. Okay, but that's a whole other thing. Okay. But anyway, that's what this reminds me of. Okay, okay. In what way? Let me ask you. In that, Chev- Chevrolet is like, okay, um, you know, let's, for every Z06 buyer... How about mm-hmm. we charge them like two grand to come over here? Okay, right, and they build their own engine. Well, the there, you will have guidance from the master technician who does assemble these engines. Okay, yeah, but they can guide four or five people at a time, right? Rather than have five people building five separate engines, yes, right. Yes. Now they have one master tech just walking around go, reviewing from person to person, mm-hmm. and basically just teaching a class on how to assemble the engine. Yeah. So this is the kicker. So in 2015, and we're, we're talking price now. Okay. So in 2015, what do you think the price was? Ooh. This is obviously okay. mid 2010s. So okay. So how long do, is there details on how long this this trip is? No, and I don't even know if the price includes like accommodations and stuff. I do not think so. Oh. I think sh- this okay. is just entry into the plant. In 2015. 2015. I'm going Z06. Not just the base. Two thousand. And five. Five thousand dollars. Five K. Five thousand dollars. So in twenty twenty two, this was announced on September first. So in twenty twenty two, I can if only imagine account, if we account for inflation, that's like fifty million. <laughs> I think ten to fifteen is my guess. So there's that's no price guess. yet. There's no price announced yet. I'm thinking it's gonna be like eight to ten. You think it's eight to ten? Eight to ten. If it yeah. was five in two thousand fifteen, I'm okay. thinking eight to ten. That would be nice. Would you do it? Hell no. Well, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I don't, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't pay to do that. You know what they're going to do, too? What? Like, if something happens to that motor while you're driving it, they're yeah. going to be like, you put it together. <laughs> 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 you yeah, messed that yeah. shit up, yeah, you know? Yeah, like, that's true. It, does it come with warranty? I have so many questions, I man. know, right? Yeah, I like, know. is it still warrantied? Like, Who was dumb enough to pay for that? Like, do you assemble it, and then they reassemble it before well, putting no, it I in? Well, no, I think you... So it's a one-to-one partnership with the Master Tech. Okay. And he is watching you build it and guiding you through it. But, dude, you, how long <laughs> arduous is this shit? Fuck that, dude. Right? No like, you're, way. you're turning the wrench. He's saying it's 50 pound-feet of torque. No way. No and way. And he said, turn until it clicks. No way. You want you no. You want me to no. You want me to <laughs> assemble your cars. You pay me. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm not yeah. paying you to assemble the right, car. Right, Hell right, no. Right. So let me ask you this: as a German enthusiast, German car enthusiast, I know there's a like fancy pickup option for BMW. Right, and that's a bucket list for you. Yes, right? yeah. How much extra is that? Like five hundred bucks? Or? I don't know actually. I've never looked into like, what the car. It's not five hundred bucks. It's let's more, say it's two grand. Yeah, yeah. To pick it up in Germany, yeah. you get to see it, and then they ship it over, right? Yeah, well, you like get that. to see it. They take you can drive it at the track. Okay, and, and all that stuff. Okay, yeah. is that something money aside? That you would check off? 
Oh, 100%. And try to do? Yeah, yeah, because they basically treat you like uh, royalty. And, oh, okay. And, you know, okay. it's the whole pampered oh, package, okay. you know? So it's like a luxury spa moment. Yeah. But the car guy yeah, version. Yeah, they, they, they basically the whole appeal of it is that they try to make you seem richer than you are, you know? Like, who doesn't okay. want to experience that for a yeah, bit? Yeah, that you is know? a very It's European... like the first time that I got bottle service. <laughs> yeah, that's a big deal you when know, you got like, the hot girl with the No, the like, you know, you know, you know, like, <laughs> you know when I knew my life changed? Uh-huh. The first time I bought bottle service, right? Okay. And like there was there was a bit of a scuffle. I won't go into the story, okay. but there was a bit of a scuffle near where our bottle was mm-hmm. and I saw security coming. And my instinct, because of all the other situations where I was at a club, was like, We need to take off. Security's about to kick us out. Yeah. And they come up to us and they're like, Sir, are you okay? Do you need us to take care of any situations here? Or do you need anything ah. else? I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> did I just become a millionaire? Like, what is he this? Did <laughs> he did it. He did it. Fuck you. Get You're that cool. motherfucker out. Get that. Where's my throne? Ah. And, okay. and so then that that's that's what the BMW pickup option is. I see. Right? Okay. 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 But Chevy, what are you thinking? <laughs> Build your Build, build the your heart own car. Of your car and pay us for it and pay us for it the experience yeah and i know they're gonna like throw in like oh yeah well we get to suit these you get to see that and the technology yeah. you know and there is like sort of like an engineering enthusiast in me that would be curious sure right that's fair but like put an exhibit in like the california science museum <laughs> you know <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like I'll, I'll go, I'll, I'll go see what what the innards look over there. Right. The internet will teach me whatever. I'm not paying five grand or eight grand or whatever it is now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, dude, I'm. I think you can hear the outrage in my voice. <laughs> Jeez, man. Yeah. So if it was a BMW, okay, as, par- as an extra option, an add-on to a la carte, to yeah, you, to your pickup thing, yeah. Um, obviously a year or six months prior to your delivery you wouldn't do it for your brand of car no no not at all not at all like i would do it like as like say we wanted to create content for 91 octane okay okay there we're getting some value from that yes you know i would do it as something like that for my own pleasure Uh absolutely not man right i'm not no like i'm not in the garage because i want to be i'm Uh in the garage because i want to be driving Okay. Yeah. No. Hell no. I'm extending this further. So let's say it's not a uh, it's a do- let's say it's not a paid option, but would would it be appealing to you as a um, BMW enthusiast to be at the factory line putting your, the final emblem on the hood of your car or in the front of your car, kind of like cutting the umbilical cord or whatever? You not know what I mean? Really. Like, no. Nah. nah just whatever. Nah. Yeah. No. Nah. Okay. okay. Nah. Treat me like a king. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I have no yeah. That's it's not. Like I mean, that's even that's e- almost even worse because you're not doing anything. Because you're not doing shit, and yeah. then you're over here trying to take credit in the final step. I uh, you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no true. I, I wouldn't be down. That's true. I wouldn't yeah. be down. But yeah, the whole no. I yeah. I mean, there's a reason why we haven't done this since 2015. Potentially, yes, yes. Right, yeah. but I guess maybe people are bored enough to where they want to do this. Well, or, or maybe just to be able to say, I put my engine together. I th- I wonder how it correlates to the human desire to build Legos, you know, to build your own toy. 
So I'm getting the sense a little bit, right? Yeah. Like I wouldn't pay. So is that you wouldn't you wouldn't you nah, wouldn't do it? I wouldn't do it for a S two thousand or a Honda. Or it would. The idea wasn't appealing at all. No, to you. not for five k, let alone more. Like five hundred. Five hundred. For let's say it was a Supra for five hundred bucks. If I don't have to buy the car, maybe I do it. It's so you're a little more like I'm open to it if it's like affordable and I'm learning, but I'm gaining something right out of it personally. Yeah, yeah. I'm not doing work unless you're paying me. Okay. Okay. You know? okay. Like that. That's my policy. Mm-hmm. Got it. You want me to work? You pay me. Got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Five grand, oh dude. Oh my god, dude. In 2015. Like, I wonder what the numbers were for the actual. I, I am of that. curious. I am curious. I, right. Like. We need to learn how to run these legal scams. I know. You know, like it's yeah. let's start a business where we just buy like junker cars uh-huh. and offer people like, you know, we'll teach you how to work on a car for <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it like old PC clubs, right? Where you would pay by the hour or whatever uh-huh. and uh-huh. we'll charge like twenty dollars an hour and, and then it takes them eight hours to put an engine together. Oh, maybe you're <laughs> onto something for the car enthusiast. Why would anyone pay? No, I don't. I think I, I think this would appeal to car, to the car curious. Sure, not the car enthusiast. I think a car enthusiast knows the pain uh-huh. of having to work on a car to not pay for it. Oh, right. Okay, that's an interesting point. Very interesting point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, but although you would pay for it. I would pay. Would you describe yourself as car curious or a car enthusiast? Um, Probably both. And the reason I say that is because I've never disassembled and reassembled an engine. So that's where the knowledge, that $500 value is for me. Right, okay. Because I'm actually going to get to do that for far cheaper than going through the courses and actually getting my hands dirty. Without buying a block. Or whatever, and yeah. risking anything, pretty much. Got it. So that's where that value is. Yeah, I mean, as an experience, uh, yeah, I guess I can yeah. see the appeal. But like in Chevy scenario, yes, like it's just like I said, like is it still warranted? Like right. you know, uh, how? Uh, it's just so many questions, man. Sure, sure. Ah, oh, dude. Bull crap. Bull. In John's oh, eyes. dude. Seriously, <laughs> this is a horrible idea. All anyway, right. let's get into our next headline. So. There have been moments in U.S. history that sort of you sit back and you're like amazed, right, at America, right? You're like proud to be an American, right? We landed on the moon. That's the first one I put, right? We landed on the moon. U.S. defeats Mexico in the Gold Cup, you know, like it's a champion Gold Cup. What year? Many years. Oh. I mean, the U.S. has won the CONCACAF Gold Cup a few years now. Okay. So, okay. So, that gives us some respect in the soccer world? Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right? Changing French fries to freedom fries. Uh, You know? A lot of people were proud about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Passing Jeffrey uh, Epstein's death as suicide. Uh, Wow. That's that's amazing, That's incredible. Incredible. And then his girl gets convicted. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jelaine Maxwell. Incredible. Incredible America. But now... America has brought us another thing to be amazed by. Okay. The seventh generation Mustang has landed. <laughs> wow. What a lead up, John. <laughs> that was the most dramatic and insane lead up I've ever heard for this car stuff that we do even talk about. Honestly, like I, I wanted to find a way. I know this is not all the shit I was saying it was insane and it makes no sense, but I wanted to have a dramatic lead up to this new Mustang because I was excited Oh, you were. I would not for 
Uh, Franco hit us up mm-hmm. uh, um, before the unveiling. He's like, is anybody going to watch this unveiling? Yeah. And I was literally going to reply, I'd rather watch paint dry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right? Okay. I was like, I, I'm not going to wait for this, right? It's probably going to be Keith Urban, and yeah. I'm just not, not I'm, I'm not going to be happy. Yes. Right? So I'll wait until it just gets dropped, and then I'll look. Right? Yeah. So by the time I was actually able to reply, because mm-hmm. I was busy doing something else, mm-hmm. it had, everything had already come out, and pictures have already leaked. Okay. Right? That full unveiling hadn't happened, but pictures had leaked. Okay. So then I looked them up, and I was like, this looks pretty good. It's a, a good evolution of the current platform. And and your reaction is much more subdued than mine. Sure. I was like, I need to buy one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I yeah. was like, I'm... Like, I got loose with my pockets. Uh huh. You know, uh-huh. I'm like, I'm like, wow, this this car looks amazing. Okay. I think, I think Ford knocked it out of the park. I would agree, and like where it plucked my heartstrings was like I'm realizing the, like ice is at the end of like it's sunsetting. It's at the end of the rope. Yeah. So we have to embrace these cars, even though they're not like at the top of our lists. Yeah. Like the V8 Mustang MSRP today is $38,000. Yep. Dude, that's a way faster, better package than the Civic Type R. Oh, for sure. From a performance perspective alone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like they have. You're probably going to get hunted down for saying that. But yeah, it's true. But it's true. No, I'm just saying it's true. Like value for dollar against the Supra. Yeah. That is equal performance. Yeah. Let's say equal performance. And I'll say that. Um, for way less money, twenty thousand dollars less. Yep, almost. Yeah. Right. So, like, you cannot argue that. That's just ba- that's base fact. So, yeah. Go ahead. What What else did they unveil about this car? I mean, so what's new, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Torsen LSD, larger Brembo brakes, uh, Magnaride active dampening system. Yeah. Right. So that's cool. Optional that's Recaro cool. buckets that you saw in the pictures I that did. looked super nice. Mm-hmm. Um. They came out with a new Mach 1. The Dark Horse? You almost got it canceled with what you wanted to name it. We oh, say, yeah, yeah. We won't yeah. say it again. <laughs> we will not say it again. I will not say that again. <laughs> but uh, shout out to Unaccepted Pod. I, 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 him being the Mustang ambassador right for us, uh-huh, I uh-huh. immediately went to him. I was like, yo, I'm, I'm into this car, man. Okay, like, okay. So what's up? And he's like, yo, yeah. And we both agreed, though, that Dark Horse is corny as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the logo looks like uh, Black Panther. Like Wakanda Forever. Oh, you're right. It does. It really does. There's no stereotyping in that. It looks like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think the whole, I mean, mean, let's let's recap, right? Sure. Bullet. Mustang Bullet. Mach 1. Mach 1. GT350. GT500. Shelby Cobra. Shelby Cobra. I mean, listen to these names. Yeah. Dark Horse. Dark Horse. Dark Horse. And the unfortunate part, right, Mm -hmm. is that the Dark Horse version of the car, Mm -hmm. to me, looks spectacular. Oh, I think it okay. looks so good. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. car looks extremely aggressive. Mm-hmm. I, I even like the hood vent, even though that's a little weird for an OEM car. Uh-huh. But I like the hood vents; probably functional. Um, 500 horsepower for the dark horse, right? Yep. Uh, still using the 5.0 Coyote V8. Yep. Um, and expected at about 55k, which aligns with what you said, right? Yes. Like, 
you're getting a ton of car. A lot of car. For the money. Did they say manual is an option? Yes, it is. Oh, Six-speed manual or 10-speed automatic. Oh. Now, I got bad news for you. Okay. The EcoBoost four-cylinder version only gets an automatic. Sorry, Randy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But there will be five models so far, right? There's going to be more, right? There's mm-hmm. the EcoBoost, EcoBoost Premium, GT, GT Premium, and the Dark Horse. Okay. The GT is estimated to start at 40K. Right? Yeah. 38K for the current one, $2,000 increase. Which isn't bad. For a 480 horsepower car. So the G- base GT is 480 horsepower. Around estimated. Estimated. Okay, we'll sure. Say that. Estimated, right? The current one is 450. Yeah. So they're estimating about a 30 boost. A 30 uh, horsepower 30 horsepower boost. boost. Yeah, that's a lot of car for the money. Yeah. Man. It really is. It, and in the interior has like two 40-inch like, screens. I don't know oh, really? No, I didn't see the interior at it, all. They have massive screens on the inside. Okay. Kind of like a la EVs, which okay. I thought was a little weird. Okay. You know, but whatever. You can customize the dash, though, so that's cool. So I recently drove a Ford Escape as okay. a rental car. And okay. And that big screen does seem useless, but it actually is pretty nice to have, I must say. I guess. I, I just I, I haven't taken a super close look to the interior. I uh-huh. just don't want to lose... Like my buttons. Yes, agreed. You I know? need like knobs for my I need AC knobs, and my yeah. volume. I need knobs, buttons. Mm-hmm. I need to mm-hmm. touch things. Yes, you know, agreed. So um, I, I can do it without looking, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. As long as I can keep that, you can put a you know eighty inch TV in my car for sure. all, for all I care. Sure. But one of the most interesting highlights in this car, okay, uh, remote rev. Yeah, I read about that. I didn't watch any videos on it. Okay, I didn't watch any videos on it either. Okay. But I mean, you know what it is like. It's you can rev your car from your remote, from your app or the remote. Though the car, the key fob, the key fob or an app. I mean, it doesn't really matter at this point, right? But yeah, you can literally rev your car. That's gonna be so obnoxious when that car comes out. So that's the thing. Like (laughs) you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like how a pug Uh is so ugly it becomes cute. Okay, like this is so obnoxious. I respect it. Oh, well, right? that's what for, Ford for tries an, to do. For an OEM to come, I mean, this is this is very Dodge-esque yes. to me, yeah. right? But yeah. for an OEM to come out and say, you know what, we're going to put really obnoxious shit on your key fob yeah, so you can annoy people with this car because we know that you're a gearhead. And that, that I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. I know I'm going to get tired of that, and yeah. I probably will never use it, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I haven't used the remote start on my truck Oh, you haven't. Like, yeah, I, you don't I, need I, it. I used it for the last week when it was like 100 degrees. Okay. Then I turned it on and to let let the cool AC the, blast uh-huh. for a little while before I got in. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't use it. I couldn't imagine using remote rev. Yeah, it's weird. Right? I think the idea of it and the 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 fact that Ford would go to the lengths of doing that, I'm yes. sure it was cheap for them to do, right? But for them to be able to go to the lengths to do that, is is a bigger marketing tool and a bigger thing than the actual device and actually remote revving, right? Yeah, because yeah. it's just it's, it's it's obnoxious. It's super obnoxious. I mean, who are you going to impress? Maybe a thirteen year old. 
Right. You'll just annoy your neighbors when you do it at home. Yeah. So yeah. you can do it in the parking lot when you the get your groceries. The only scenario, right? I have been at like a meet and somebody will be like, oh, well, you know, what does your new exhaust sound like? Mm-hmm. And so you'll get in the car and rev it a few times. Yeah. Now you can just be like, well, check this out. Yeah. Like I want to hear my own thing go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Look at this. Vroom, vroom. Yeah. Uh, I guess, you know, you're going to use it once. But yeah, it's but the, but I do I do respect that they're adding that they're adding the stupid stuff shit. Yeah, that for the car enthusiasts. For the car enthusiasts, for the gearheads. Yeah. I want and I wonder if that functions across all the trims. Is I would imagine so. I would imagine so, but I don't know for sure. Right? Yeah, That's I kind don't of know for sure. Yeah, it's uh it's yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't know if it's all trims, but I mean, they're all respectable el- horsepower, three hundred plus oh, yeah. for the four cylinder. Yeah, and they all. I mean, they're all elec- pretty much filled to the gills with electronics. Yes. So yes, e- all of them could probably do it. Forty k estimated price on that much horsepower. So does this replace or top the Supra on the list? Is that, and I'm sure that crossed your mind. It didn't. It didn't cross it your didn't mind. It didn't cross my oh, mind. I didn't really? even consider that. Yeah. I didn't even consider that in my thought process. Okay. I don't think so because I like BMWs. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I mean, I think it's the Supra is ju- the Supra is just it's a it's a different animal. Okay. So that's why I don't think I even thought of replacing that the mustang with the supra okay in terms of rank on the list in terms of rank on the list okay i don't know where the mustang lands i just know all i know with the mustang so far i haven't it hasn't i haven't come down from the cloud that it put me on okay because i haven't really been i don't think i've ever been this excited about a car that was unveiled like that's how much i like how much this car looks really yeah yeah, and it sounds like it's almost enough to buy it potentially. Yeah, like at least to like that a base point. GT. Yeah, yeah, but not enough to be like, oh, I'm not getting a super anymore, or I'm gonna sell my E92. Not to that. I'm not. I haven't settled on a decision there yet. Okay, okay. I but just know that like, I think Ford killed it. Oh, okay, that's what you're saying. Yeah, and you know, like I think so far up to the. I mean, I hated the G80 M3. I was a I was lukewarm on the Supra, although I really love it now. But oh, it, from an unveiling perspective, historically, yeah, the the Z, it's like okay, that looks really. Good. The Z was almost there, but it's it's still it's still old Z esque. Okay, you yeah. Know? So Whereas this is all new Mustang. This is just it's yeah, it's just a, it's it, it the changes are not wildly different, but different enough to where I'm like, yeah, that looks aggressive. It looks cool. It looks cool. Yeah. I agree with that. I think it's a great package. Yeah. Now, what there's a lot of people out there saying that it looks like the Camaro. But pony cars look like that in general. But, so that's one. Okay. And then two, I think I think people are giving way too much credit to that. Yeah, like the Camaro isn't even really on There is a bit of like the rear quarter. That I could oh, see. Oh, yeah, that the I could haunch see or whatever. Kind of, yeah. But that's also on the Challenger. Yeah. And right? I, so then I could see a little bit, like, how that's a similar design cue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, man, the and and 
and the way they did it ties way better with the rear end than a Camaro does. Okay, okay. So I don't see it. I see a few similarities, but I don't see the direct comparison of it's just another Camaro. I think that is completely unfounded and utter bullshit. Yeah, I mean the Camaro's dead anyway, so who cares? Yeah, like, it's not relevant. Have you? Did you like the Camaro when it came I out? I like the ZL1. Okay, but that's like a glorified Camaro. That's actually a. Um, I mean, it is like the dark ho- dark horse to right. the Mustang, yeah. right? Yes, yeah, I yes. mean, it's still a very similar uh-huh. design. Yeah, but have you ever been in one? I have not. They driven. feel so small That's on the you, inside. I think you mentioned that you rented yeah. one. No, I just I had somebody that had taken one to autocross. I sat in one. Oh, okay, okay. I just hope that that's not the case with the Mustang. That has never been the case, right? Like those cars are made for Americans. So, yes, you know they're yes. made for me. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. You know, okay. so they'll probably be bigger. But yeah, no, I'm I'm about it, man. I'm excited. Okay, I'm excited for sure. But anyway, let's get off our headlines, and this is a good transition into the five-year better buy, which Ooh. includes the Mustang. Okay. Versus. Uh huh. Versus, versus. Drum roll. Do I have a drum roll? The Z. The Z. The Nissan yeah, Z. Yeah, the Nissan okay. Z. So okay. we're gonna we're gonna do the five-year better buy on the 2024 Ford Mustang Dark Horse. Or the 2024 Nissan Z Performance. Okay, so the dark horse specs are 500 horsepower. So let me break down all the specs for you. All right. Right? So price, right? 55K estimated on the dark horse. Uh-huh. 51K for uh, Nissan Z Performance. Okay. That that one is confirmed, right, with uh, c- the car and driver package. The engine, a 5-liter NA Coyote in the dark horse, a twin-turbo 3-liter V6 in the Z. Kay. Horsepower, 500 for the Dark Horse, 400 for the Z. Okay. Torque, 450 for the Dark Horse, and 350 for the Z. Okay. Transmissions, both six-speed manuals available. Mm-hmm. Weight, 3,700 on the Dark Horse, 3,500 for the Nissan Z, so 200 pounds lighter. Zero to 60 times, under 4.3 seconds for the Dark Horse because the current Mustang does 0 to 16 in 4.3. 4.3. And the Nissan Z does it in 4.5 seconds. So a little slower. A little slower. Not too much noticeable. Point, yeah. I mean. Because the weight offsets it. The weight offsets it a little bit, right? 200, okay. 200 pound difference. Yeah. It, the question now becomes, right, in five years. Yes. Which car is going to be the better buy? Um... Man, so I was thinking of it from uh, smiles per miles perspective, because I don't think it's fair to just do like base horsepower. It sounds like, yeah, zero to 60 is almost the same. So you're going to get the same feels as far as power feelings. Yeah, yeah. The butt dyno is going to feel the same in, in both. Maybe. I don't think so. No, because I you got a V8. So. I mean, you got, you got 100 more horsepower and 100 more uh, pound feet of torque. Okay. And, only, and and a two hundred pound difference. I think you're gonna feel that. So you think quarter miles? Uh, you don't. Oh, have quarter miles. I don't have that. You don't have. We that. don't have figures. But the Mustang would be faster. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Quarter mile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of base. Yeah, I would. I would. I mean, wow, that's. So it's kind of hard. I guess let's put it in the category: smiles per miles first. Smiles per miles first. I actually think that there is a lot of smiles to be gained from like an American V8. Okay. I I think that although I am JDM uh 
at the core. Yeah. When I got into a Challenger V8, I felt very American. Yeah. And I, I was kicking that rear out a lot. You started or, telling people, you know, I'm from Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we invented this shit. Yeah. Um, yeah not, um, and so, yeah, I have to say that, like, despite not loving American muscle that much, there's a lot of fun to be had, and there's a lot of patriotism th- that you feel in that car when you're driving it. Okay. And I think there's a lot of value there, despite not it not being a super fan of it. And the Mustang is the most um, – I, pr- I would think that the Mustang is the most reachable JDM-akin car or JDM-adjacent American car, maybe. How, how In like a, like a perform- – like it wouldn't be s- – to my JDM friends, I wouldn't be embarrassed to show up in a Mustang. Like it doesn't it's, – it, does, it gets enough respect – Kind of like showing up in an M3. Like I think that they'd be like, "Oh, well, it's an M3. We get it. Okay. Oh, it's a it's a Mustang GT. We get it. Right. Okay. So that's kind of what I'm saying. Not that that matters to well, me. Well, it's a dark horse. So it, and it's ele- okay, elevated so, a little more. So the dark horse. I think it's, okay. it's cool. They know it's got fucking balls. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh well, yeah. It's, it's hung I, like a horse. It is hung <laughs> like <laughs> like a dark horse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to it. Okay, so it's miles per miles. I think I, 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 might, I might give it to I give it to the Mustang. As an investment. As an investment. As an investment. Ooh, just a base Z. It, well, it's a Z performance, so Z it's not perf- the base one. It's not the it's not that special released one. Like it's the, not the proto. Yeah, the proto. It's yeah. not you're not saying proto. It's not s- proto. Proto it was just decorative stuff. So yes, performance is paint. supposed it's to be just the, paint. Yeah, it's just yeah. paint it's and just interior. Paint. Yeah. Um and wheels actually I think too. Yeah. Um I think ooh, but you it's not proto, so it's ba- like uh just a mid tier Z. It's yeah, I would say kinda like mid tier, I guess. You could call it that, yeah. But it's not built here. Whereas the Mustang will be built in Flat Rock Flat Rock, Michigan, I'm sure, which <laughs> is like, you know, um so there's gonna be plenty. Yeah. Mustangs are plenty. Yeah, yeah. So based purely on economics, supply demand. I would say that there's well dark horse. There's no number on manufacture. There's no like quantities that they said, right? No, no, no. So it'll still be somewhat a plenty. I mean, is how many g- Mach ones do you see on the street? That's a good question. So this is a Mach one. This e- is Mach one level replacement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. GT three fifty Mach one. Okay. Yeah. Oh well, then that's, that's the segment. Yeah. But and you're not giving the Nissan the equal of the Proto, right? Because like no, because I mean I guess we could, but the I mean let let's let's do the Proto, right? Okay, because let's do the they're proto. in the same price range. Correct. Yeah. Right. So it's it, um, so as far as investment opportunity or what will hold its value better. Man, if it's like a, it is a GT350 equivalent. This dark horse. Oh yeah, yeah. It the is. dark horse is yeah, yeah. That. So there is no more GT3. <laughs> dark horse, <laughs> dark not horse. dark horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they ge- they got rid of the 350, and this is the replacement. Yeah, actually, they for got it. rid of the 350, and they gave us the Mach One. Oh, now they're getting okay. rid of the Mach One and giving yeah. us a dark horse. Wow, that's such bad. Let's just stick to freaking GT350. I thought so too. I don't know why they lost the GT350 thing. 
If I if it stayed GT three fifty, I would I would have said um um Dark Horse or uh, GT three fifty. Okay, but because they went with a new name, it doesn't have any historical whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Proto the the Z Proto. Really? Yeah, I think okay. I will. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Even I like I mean even like now I'm gonna try to take you off of that, right? Sure. Sure. So uh, look at all the three fifty Zs, three seventy Cs that we see on the road today. They're worthless. <laughs> <laughs> They're drift cars. Yeah. And nobody cares. Like, don't like nobody's like, save the Z. No, there is yeah. no save the Z movement. There is no save the Z movement. Well, every GT350 is selling for 20K over MSRP, over original MSRP. Mm, even the Nismo 370Z or 350Z, if there is a Nismo 350Z, does yeah. not have the save the Z no. type of thing. Ooh, man. You, well, you got me. I mean, that's a true. That's a fact. Yeah. So if the Dark Horse is as limited as the GT350 is, I would actually say Dark Horse. But we don't know what them, the quantities are for this Dark Horse edition. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know either. But it's still a Mustang. And at it, its core, it, it's still better bang for the buck. Yeah. Also, yeah. right. Yeah. So, um, more power for the money. So. I think the final category would be longevity. Longevity of uh, the car itself. Uh, of the car itself. So Running in, in five years, we're buying either a used Mustang Dark Horse or a used Z Proto or Z Performance, whatever you want. Okay. Five years. Which one is going to last you longer? Okay. The I think the Z's engine is coming from a um, Infinity. It is. That's right. The Q60 or Q50 yeah, or something yeah. like that. But there's no other platform that I'm aware of that it's in. Probably an SUV. Yeah. Right. The Coyote. I don't know if it's shared. The V8 Cat Coyote V8 is not shared with any I other th Ford product, right? I don't. Th not that I know of. I can't confirm that. But it is right. an evolution of the of the of previous the current, Coyote. But the current Coyote motor. Right. So. They don't really have any SUVs like a, there's like Explorer STs or something, right? Like, I don't know that the ST has there's a no like, in it. There's no like dumb performance SUV mm. that we can think of right off the top they, of our they heads. They have STs, but I don't think they have Coyote motors. Okay. So yeah. But the Coyote motor is proven. Yes. The Q60 is just in a luxury car. Yep. That is not proven. Infinity does not have a history for the same way that the coyote um engine does okay so i would with those um data driven arguments i would actually give it to the coyote oh my god you heard it here today <laughs> ladies and gentlemen yes, yes we're selling the s2000 randy is no <laughs> longer a jdm guy Get he has voted mustang i voted mustang too you did i voted mustang too i was gonna do I was gonna do Mustang Supra. Um, okay, and okay. I think that's that, hard. I think that would have made it a little harder. That would have made for it sure. A lot that made it, I think the Supra does edge it out. Okay. Well, I yeah. I, as far as like longevity, miles per miles. Yeah. Longevity. Mm -hmm. And what was the for the middle one? Uh, investment. An investment. Investment. Yes. Yeah. The investment I have questions on with the new Supra, but because we'd be talking what the CF version of the Supra, whatever I don't know all the trims, but I, no, it would have to be the base. Okay, the because base. It, they, it to compare to have a comparable price, a base six cylinder Supra. So let's do let's do it. 
base cylinder. Six no, cylinder? no, we can save that for another time. Okay, but enough. yeah, right, that, right. so that's why I chose the Z because it was more similar in the range. Uh huh. But yeah, the Z is getting beat out by a lot of cars. It is. Yeah. It's already lost a lot of luster for me. Yeah, and it, it's. I feel like it's lost a lot of luster just in the community, and. I don't know that we're going to see a lot of them on the road. Because would we argue that I'd rather have a GR Corolla over a Z? No. No? I don't know. I wouldn't. You wouldn't. I would probably want a Nissan Z before the GR Corolla. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, style-wise, I the Z wins. Yeah. But, like, fun, smiles per miles-wise, I think the Corolla wins. I feel like I think it would. I think, I think it might. And right? it's a Toyota, so it wins longevity Correct. by default. Yeah, yeah. Although Toyota has had issues recently with their 8.6. Correct. So That's their true. reputation is hurt a little bit too. Although yes. it's more user error with the RTV than actual Correct. engineering. Correct. Correct. Um, right. Right. Hmm. And the all-wheel drive system is not proven in the GR Corolla. It might be unfair to ask that question right now okay. just because we're like – yeah, like the Nis- like the Nissan has been. It got its head chopped off by the Supra. Sure. Then its arms chopped off by the Mustang. Yes. And now it's getting its balls chopped off by the GR Corolla. Yeah. I yeah. Oh man, yeah, yeah. I feel we'll bad see. for the Z. Yes. At this point, I wouldn't buy one. There was a there was a moment where we were like, yeah. I actually called dealerships. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and they were yeah. like, oh, the the lists are full. The lists are full. I think I can call now. And they'll be like, yeah, we have a bunch of allocations if you we'll want see. one. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'm not going to buy one, though. Yeah. I'm not going to buy Fair one. Enough. Anyway, let's get into our last segment, which is Profiling the le- Legends, the Mazda Ferrari. Ferrari. I don't know. Ferrari. F-U-R-A-Y. Ferrari, right? A-I, right? Ferrari. A-I. Mm-hmm. Um, A.K.A. how Top Gear ruined Mazda's future. Have okay. you heard of the Mazda Ferrari? I think it was like a, a concept car. It was a concept car. Ding, ding, ding. Bingo. Great on your trivia, right? So in Mm -hmm. 2008, they uh, had a press release. They put a video out on YouTube. Yes, YouTube existed in 2008. Uh Um, And even today, I watched the video. Mm. There's a very low quality, like 380p video still up. Okay. And it sounds, the car sounds amazing. Okay. Anyway, so the car, the Mazda Ferrari, right? It was presented at the Detroit Auto Show, Randy's Mm -hmm. home. Um, it was touted as the race car for the road. Okay. Right. Race car for the road. Race car for the road. So it was a, a concept car designed under the Nagare program. Yes. So, uh, they had a few other concepts in the lineup. This was like the fifth one. Uh-huh. And Mazda described the Ferrari as the embodiment of Zoom Zoom. <laughs> which I think is the Mazda equivalent of Dark Horse. Okay. You know? okay. <laughs> like, yeah. The embodiment of Zoom Zoom. The embodiment of There's Zoom Zoom. There's some just, sexual like, innuendo in there just somewhere. Just imagine like an executive saying so that. A like, Japanese guy at that. Yeah, Somebody yeah. my height who, who doesn't speak great English. The embodiment of Zoom Zoom. Zoom Zoom. Oh, really? Uh, I don't know. Zoom, because can you I mean, the, me the car Zoom? ended up in Irvine, so it could have okay, been an American okay. executive. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Anywho. Anywho. So they didn't intend to race the car. But they built it on a uh, Courage C65 LMP2 chassis that actually raced two years prior. Okay. Right? That chassis was used in Le Mans. Okay. Um, so the body was built at a carbon composite, and it sounded amazing. The motor was a three-rotor mid-mounted rotary engine with 450 horsepower. I mean, this car sounded 
vicious, man. It was nasty when you heard it. And the video uh, is actually filmed in Laguna Seca. Ooh. Yeah, so you're seeing Laguna Seca. Shout out to NASA with Laguna Seca. Nationals happening right now. And shout out to Carlos for P1 by the time this airs. Yeah, he got uh, qualified P1. Carlos. For, for nationals. For nationals, yeah. But Sheesh. Like we doubted it <laughs> a second. But that's yeah. amazing. That's yeah, awesome. that's cool. cool. Wow, yeah, for geez, sure. Yeah. Man. Oh, and and his uh, the transmission broke, so he has to hold fourth gear. <laughs> <laughs> in the CRX? In the CRX. He has to hold fourth gear down. To, to be in fourth gear. To be in fourth gear or it'll pop out. Oh, my goodness. This guy, Spacious. man. This wow. guy, and he's still over here at P1. Wow. Anyway, so um, so in this the same year, right? Uh, the they're they're sort of doing the rounds with the concept. There are sort of rumblings that this is going to become a real car. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, it's like supercar esque, and we'll throw up like pictures yep. of the car. Um, and but I mean, it's it's amazing, right? It's a three rotor rotary engine. It sort of uh, harkens back to the old Le Mans seven eight seven B. Yeah, which we drove bit. in Gran Turismo. And we drove in. Gran Turismo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, we drove like no, yeah. yeah, we drove in Gran Turismo. So it's like there's a like Mazda is sort of catapulting itself at this mm-hmm. point into some of the like older generations of Mazda, uh, but they got Top Gear involved. Okay. So up to this point, no one else w- had been allowed to drive the car, but Top Gear got exclusive an exclusive deal with Mazda mm-hmm. to be able to test the car and do their filming. Of course, Top Gear at the time was still huge. It was the biggest show in the world. Yes. Uh, so absolutely, they were yes. going to get it. They were going to get a shot at this car. Yeah. So they they go to Bent Waters Park on the nineteenth of August in two thousand eight. This is still the same year of the press release. Okay. Right. Um. So this is a 1.3-mile run, and Top Gear is literally the only outlet that is allowed to drive it. Wow. Right? So the Stig takes the car out. The media team is following in their chase car, and they're going out. Um, as they're following the car, they're noticing blue flames coming out of the car. Okay, but oil. But that's not that's – not, it's not like – It's rotary life. It's rotary <laughs> life, right? It's Apex not, seals. It's not considered extreme. Yes. Right? Yeah. So. Okay. They're okay. driving the car. All of a sudden, the media team starts seeing um, the, these flames getting a little bigger and a okay. little bigger, right? Mm. And when they're following the car, all of a sudden, they notice that the car is not sounding the same um, as it was like just a few laps prior. Mm-hmm. And you just hear one of the medium, one of the media guys yell, "Fire! Oh my God, fire! There's a fire!" Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're trying to chase down the car, but even in its broken down state, yeah, they're having trouble keeping up in sure. the chase car, right? Sure. So they're chasing as much as they can. They're like honking the car. They're like trying to make noise. They finally get close and they call out to the Stig, like, there's a fire. Get out of the car. There's a fire. Stig jumps out of the car, takes off running, right? But the media team realizes that they're in the middle of the track and the fire crew can't see them. Oh, no. Right. The fire crew can't see them. So now they have to get into they have. Well, they're still in the chase car, but they have to turn the chase car around and they're literally honking and yelling, driving back to the paddock, hoping to get seen by the fire crew. Finally, they get seen by the fire crew. The fire crew bombs it into the track. Uh huh. They literally like literally A to B line it to the to the track. And by the time the fire crew gets there, there are cones under the fire truck. Like they just crossed over anything that they could to get to the car. Okay. 
They get to the car. They start spraying the car with water. One of the firefighters is like, o- wants to open the door uh-huh. to start spraying inside to get to kill the fire, and he pulls the door, and the door just falls off. Yikes! And so they they get the fire down, and the car is smoldering. It was from start to finish, eight minutes. Okay, eight minutes it took for this car to start. Of a flame uh-huh. and be completely in ashes. Wow! And you will throw the picture up too. Like the, the car, ashes. The, uh-huh. the the car is nothing but a skeleton. Okay. At this point. Okay. I mean, it's it is bad, man. And the took the pieces that were left uh-huh. to the Mazda uh, headquarters in Irvine, California. Yeah. Which they still might be, probably not. You know, <laughs> unlikely that they're still uh-huh. there. And Mazda spent the next two years scrubbing the internet, scrubbing everything of information on this car. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like program is dead. We're not proceeding with this anymore. Erase it's over. Erase, erase, uh, control, delete, 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 delete. Okay. Right, and they wouldn't even let Top Gear post about what happened. Okay. It wasn't until two years later uh-huh. that they allowed Top Gear to post about what happened and what you know what occurred, why you know what happened to the car and even articles about the car. And the only like the only real meaningful information we have about the car is through Top Gear. Oh really? They, them posting they posted a whole article on what happened to the car and they mm-hmm. posted a whole article on the car itself. Mm-hmm. And that's really the most meaningful information you can find on the internet of the car. That's it. That's it. That's and like I said, it. the video, the promo video that Mazda released, uh-huh. the only version that I can find on YouTube is, is like the shitty. Like, oh yeah. my, you can barely see the car. Oh, you know, really? It's like really bad. Um, but you can still hear it. So that's that's the advantage, right? You okay. can still hear it. And there's also one more video of the car at Buttonwillow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Also, very grainy, like filmed on like polaroid and they just stacked a bunch <laughs> of polaroids together you know and flipped them yeah but okay. that was essentially in one year the unveiling and demise of the of mazda the mazda ferrari how did you get put onto this car um there was a post on reddit uh-huh. about the car and then I started looking into the car. Okay. And then through looking into the car, I found top the Top Gear articles. Oh. And started okay. putting like st- the stories together sure. around sort of like the craze around this because I had heard about it in 2008. Okay. I but I wasn't remember it. But it was it was obviously it was sort of like it sort of put Mazda in front of me, right? I wasn't really paying attention to Mazda too uh-huh, much. Uh huh. Until then. Okay. And I mean the car looks amazing. Yeah. For two thousand eight, like that's that looks cool. Yes. Yes. And so I started looking into it more and it w- and I couldn't believe that in the same year that it was released, uh-huh. Top Gear put it you know, put it in roasted light it, it. Light it on fire, <laughs> yeah. roasted it. Yeah. And then Mazda was like, The program's no more. Wow. We're not gonna do this. Which makes sense, right? Through the Nagari program they had other vehicles they were concepting. Okay. So, I mean, for them to spend another however many million it was to build another one of these. Right. It wasn't a meaningful venture. Yeah. But because of Top Gear, we don't have any of these cars. So this car was meant to be a study. It was never going to be built. Because like, it looks like NSX levels. Well, right? I mean, it, it might have not made it to the market in its current look. Okay. 
but the I guess the from the information that I read, uh-huh. it seems like this car in could have at least close to what it is would have made it to potentially uh, to potentially to uh to the the big market like to be for sale An NSX level type of right like right, so you know supercar sh- type of status yeah they're they're which they never they never had one did they no Mazda no because of one. top gear ah because of top gear right this could have been it this could have been it for them obviously it's a bit of a stretch yeah. you know things happen mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. who knows what would have happened if that car wouldn't have caught on fire. Yeah, because it looks more production than their, like, LMP cars yeah, or whatever, absolutely. right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. In Le Mans. Yeah. It's not those prototypes. Yeah, and it they, like and they were car. talking about it being, like, a race car for the road. I mean, they were explicitly stating it, that, that, that that's what their goal was going to be. Got it. And Top Gear was going to put them on the map, but instead it put them on the barbecue, man. Wow. <laughs> yeah, So dude. the Top Gear... Um, is just an article. It's not the video. There's no the video. Top Gear has no video of it. They just have. They do have pictures. Okay. Of the incident, but they have no video. Whether Mazda said you can't post video, I don't know, right? But there's only stills of what occurred. Wow, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it really is, man. Would it have improved their sales? I wonder. Like the, the NSX hasn't improved Acura sales. By any means, with its like trickle down product, yeah, uh, right. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Like we can't quantify it, right? That's true. It could, it might have, mm-hmm. but it didn't work on us. It didn't work on us. I can say sure. that for the NSX, you mean, right? But you know, from I don't know, man. Like through this car, would they have invested more in the RX eight? Yeah, and made the RX-8 a little more meaningful of a platform as a next generation. As RX-8. a next generation, maybe an RX-9 would have come out, or even just a better RX-8. Or <laughs> yeah. yeah, or a better RX-8. Because there, there yeah. were rumors of them returning the RX-7 back, uh, bringing that back, that nameplate. That's you, weird. Kind of like like if you have an RX-2, an RX-7, an RX-8, why wouldn't you just do an RX-10, RX-9? Nine. Whatever. Yeah, why we yeah. why bring back the RX seven? So there was what a two, a three, two, three. I don't know. If that was there before. I don't know. If four, five, or six was a thing. I don't think so either. Yeah, just a seven in the eighties. Yeah, the initial D car, and then a seven again in the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, and then in, when X Men movie came out, they brought out a RX eight, RX eight that Cyclops drove, and I was fascinated by that car. I was, it was an amazing car. Yeah, like I, I like I could, it was hard for me to, I learned a lot about the Wankel through uh-huh. the RX eight. Correct. I didn't know it prior to that. Like one point three liter. How yeah. the hell? How the hell right, are you doing this with right. a one point three liter? That yes. must be a shitty car. It just looks good. It's yeah, just probably. And I guess slow. it did it turned out to be a shitty <laughs> car. <laughs> that looks good. It but it looked good, it yeah. Looked, it looked good for yeah, its, that, at that its little time. door in the back was a little weird, but you know, whatever. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Sure, that's true. They were trying to be but different. But this might have taken Mazda in a different direction, right? Definitely. And the fact that they didn't bring it back. Uh-huh. does tell me that maybe there wasn't a lot of funding for this type of thing. Yes. And when this happened, they must have shut a lot of these programs down. That's unfortunate. It really is. It really is. Because so at that time, they had the Mazda Pro. Like, they were kind of dabbling in the sport tuner uh, culture with the Mazda Protégés. Yeah, and, yeah. And the RX-8s. 
yeah it's 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 unfortunate and here we are with mazda just a suv manufacturer with a with a miata yeah i feel bad for mazda you do huh yeah yeah i feel bad for mazda because you know i think we've had multiple times on the podcast where we're like well what's mazda doing you know like just car yeah we don't even have zoom zoom anymore yeah we don't have zoom zoom anymore um yeah, compared to Subaru, who's probably equal in size. Yeah. They have fun cars. Yeah. They have the BRZ. But now we have someone to blame. We have somebody to blame. Jeremy Clarkson, you bastard. And uh, uh, <laughs> on, on that, uh, what's his... Uh, what's <laughs> and his on that... What's <laughs> yeah, what is this? I lost it, too. Yeah. And... On on that note, no, it's and on that bombshell. On on that bombshell, <laughs> yeah. how do you find us, John? You can find us at 91octane.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at 91octane. And if you want to send us any emails, info at 91octane.com. Also, if you want to support the show, uh, get some of the best coffee you will ever try. Cafe Carrera, you see it right there. Uh, Pacamara, Catuai, and Geisha varieties. You will love it. Use code BIGWILLOW for 10% off your entire order. And also visit the 91 Octane shop. We don't plug that a lot, but we do have swag. uh, If you love that, also supports us. And then also just engage with our social media, visit our YouTube, whatever. It all helps. Thank you to everybody who's watching. Thank you to everybody who's listening. Randy, any last words? Shout out to the listeners. Thank you all for listening. All right. Buy some stuff. (laughs) Good Good night. night.